Hey guys, it's your host here, William Porter. Um, just want to let you know that we experienced some technical difficulties throughout the show. It happens, unfortunately. But I'm hoping that you'll stick around with me and Jordan to listen. He told some great stories throughout this episode. And hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hybrid Championship Wrestling Podcast. And now, here's your host, William Porter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the very first episode of the Hybrid Championship Wrestling Podcast. I With me today, I have one of my very good friends, Jordan Falco. How are you today, Jordan? Good, I've man. How you been? Been stuck in quarantine. Good, good. Yeah, it's a different time we're all living in, that's for sure. Okay. Um, like, froze there. Sorry about that. You're good. You're all good. Technical difficulties mm-hmm. happen. Um, we're just going to get started here. Um, talking about before wrestling. Um, Obviously, okay. everyone knows who your dad is, Ron Falco, but not many people yes, sir. know. What was it like growing up with him? Um, he he, de- it was definitely a different lifestyle. I mean, I was always on the road with him for shows, but you know, Ron Falco was Ron Falco on the weekends. He was still Ron Pasquale at home mm-hmm. during the week. Uh, came to 90% of my soccer games, you know, every sporting event I did, he was still there. So, I mean, definitely some crazy moments happened in our house and I definitely got uh, too much of his, I haven't wrestled in a week. Let me uh, get you with a cookie sheet in my life. But uh, it was definitely fun. It was a good time living with him and uh, growing up and still having a dad, but still having, you know, for lack of better terms, a superhero on the weekends as a dad as well. So it was definitely fun and cool living with him and growing up with him. Yeah. From my personal experience with your dad, he's always been an awesome person to everyone that he's around. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, one thing he always taught me. I treat everybody with respect, regardless of how you personally feel about him. You know, so definitely he's a good guy for sure. Yeah. Um, Before. For wrestling, as you said, talking about your dad, that you played soccer. But was there any other sports that you played in, like, preparation of becoming a wrestler? Oh, man. I did everything under the sun, man. I did uh, amateur wrestling for a little while. Um, Did basketball, indoor and outdoor track, volleyball, football, soccer. Um, The only sports I really didn't get into were, like, swimming, baseball, and you know, lacrosse. That was really, really it. I mean, I played everything. I was super athletic as a kid. Yeah. um, That's one thing I've always done. Like, even when I was a child, like I did swimming, I still swim. Um, Yeah. My, uh, my cousins were swimmers in high school and stuff and even college. And they, uh, they were always. Yeah. It wasn't a sport for me. I was more of the on field stuff. It, Every sport's good for some people and others aren't. Um, right. I mean, I still like watching it. I mean, Michael Phelps was exciting to watch as a kid. Oh, yeah. Michael Phelps is actually one of my favorite swimmers, too. So, um, I, oh, this past man. year, I've actually, 
I've actually had the chance to meet him. I've thrown at a provincial oh, competition. Wow. Um, awesome guy. Um, yeah, he's really cool. Yeah. Um, now going to your um, wrestling career, who either than your dad was okay. your biggest inspiration? Um, I mean, as far as like on screen names that everybody in the world knows, um, I mean, like Shawn Michaels was my biggest influence as a kid. I grew up loving him, Jeff Hardy, you know, guys like that. I grew up in. I mean, my dad's favorite of all time was Shawn Michaels. I think he's the best ever. So I've watched so much of his work. Chris Benoit, early 2000s, Chris Jericho. Um, I mean, off screen, you know, people that are personal in my life, um, but he's, you know, well known Brody Lee huge inspiration in my life i grew up literally as him as a big brother to me so you know yeah he's the man i'm so happy with everything he's doing in aew he's inspired me a lot um hellcat my trainer um frank the tank burlington i mean i could the list goes on buddy del mar gabe saint like there's lists and lists of people that inspired me as a kid that is so good um like a lot of kids now are still seeing some of these guys which is amazing it's crazy that they're still around and i met them when i was six eight ten you know Mm -hmm. um now a lot of people want to go to wrestling training but a lot of people you know um sorry um (laughs) you're fine um talk about the painful first experience what was that first month of training like for you well i mean i think my training was a lot different from what a lot of people will get um i mean being a second generation superstar i always grew up with having a ring around me i mean i was learning how to do flip bumps and back bumps at eight years old um learn how to hit the ropes at six i mean so i i kind of got calloused up as a young kid um is kind of the word we use it you kind of build the callus of hitting the ropes because what a lot of people don't understand about pro wrestling is hitting the ropes you know you're having a wire cable bounce off your back i mean it's not comfortable um you know the ring everybody oh you're jumping on a trampoline you're on a trampoline it's wood a little bit of padding and the canvas there is not much in between Mm -hmm. you i mean and it's I, I built up the callus when I was young, but it definitely, you know, my training was different from others for sure. And if you land on that wood wrong too, it's a very painful experience as I have learned. Yeah. I mean, the, you definitely learn that some rings are better than others. Some just have seen their miles and the boards are warped. They're uneven and definitely there's rings that hurt <laughs> for real. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of people have been asking, what is in the future of Jordan Falco? Where do you see yourself in five, year, five years from now? Five years from now, I see myself being 300 pounds of the beer in my hand. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, I just, you know, I see Jordan Falco doing great things. I, with the coronavirus happening and, you know, personal life taking over at times you know you kind of see ups and downs i feel like i hit an up but i don't think i hit my peak Mm -hmm. yet 
Uh, I'm just, I always say, as long as a promoter gives me one chance, I'll never let them down. I've never wrestled for a company just once, maybe, you know, here there are spot shows and stuff like that, but never have I worked for a company just once. I think I'm going to prove myself more. I mean, I'm only 23 years old. I've been wrestling for over seven years. Um, so there's definitely upside still for the Jordan Falco career. I can't say whether it'll be some big name company like AEW, WWE, or it'll be something, you know, on the lower spectrum, but higher dependence. I, I'm not too sure, but all I know is that Jordan Falco will still be wrestling in five years and he definitely will have an upside to his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I see you going far in the future. Like every time I've seen you, I, I've been impressed. Um, I appreciate it. Like going back to when you're at Board Town where we, first met um like i didn't know you at first obviously um but like after that first match like i fell in love with your work i appreciate that no problem um now moving on from um you we're gonna go to some of the other companies around well no Starting with, okay. Starting with WWE, um, a couple weeks ago, it it's made headlines and headlines. It's still happening. What are your thoughts on the releases of the superstars? Like, there's been people that have been there for ten years. There's people that have been there thirty years. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it. it uh. Some of the names definitely shocked me. Gallows and Anderson, after doing their thing at WrestleMania with Taker and uh, Styles, kind of shocked me. Um, my biggest surprise actually was um, was Mike Kyoto, though. I was really surprised that one of the longtime referees and faces on the company, uh, you know, got released. That was really shocking to me. Uh, but I mean, some of the people you could have seen coming, um, unfortunately, uh, guys that you know I've met, I've worked with. You know, it, it was really shocking to me, but it, it is the nature of the game. Every after WrestleMania, you wonder when that list is going to come out. So, uh, it, yeah, some of the names shocked me, but some of the stuff you just kind of saw coming too. There was a lot of people I didn't expect. I was not expecting Eric Young. Like he's someone that's been around forever. Yeah, I mean, Young. Uh, Young is actually one of the only guys I've. Uh, wrestled with a household name as of uh you know so far in my career and he was a class act guy um i even did his camp back when i started um yeah young's an awesome awesome guy and i think that his career is definitely far from over like when i was talking to him earlier this week he was not expecting what happened yeah i'm i'm sure like obviously me but sometimes and him had quite a conversation about it Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy, if, you know, some of these guys that make household names, but unfortunately, at times, creative is nothing for you in the WWE, and it, it's one of the hard falls of, you know, being a pro wrestler. You live your dream making it there, and then, unfortunately, it just doesn't work out, but, I mean, I've seen plenty of guys that have made bigger picks in their career, like the Young Bucks have never been there. Cody Rhodes was released, and, you know, there there's plenty of people that have made it without being you know, in the WWE. Yeah. It's very unfortunate, but 
I guess, like, with everything going on, they had to make some financial decisions, too. Yep. Um, now, either than wrestling, we know that you have a love of football and the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, um, yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly, baby. Tell us how you fell in love with the Eagles. Um, being a kid... Uh, watching football there was you know a player that stuck out to me being at a local college to where i live um donovan McNabb. he kind of caught my really liked um you know he's one of the all-stars of the philadelphia eagles um definitely on the mount rushmore of them he he, and just kind of falling in love with him as a player and then obviously as you get older you understand the sport more you understand the team more and just everything that the Eagles have. I've been a diehard Eagles fan since I was like five, six years old, um, as long as I can remember. So, you know, everything about the Eagles is kind of my life. Um, everything I have around the house, sports paraphernalia, jerseys, whatever it is, it's uh, usually the Eagles, Carson Wentz, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like I'm a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Which is honestly oh boy one of the biggest rivalries <laughs> of Philadelphia. Um, yeah, the rival in the AFC. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, like with everything going on, we don't know if there's going to be a football season. Hopefully, there is. But oh, who, do you see being, <laughs> who do you see being in the Super Bowl final, last Super Bowl at the end of the season? The Eagles, and I don't care. No, um, uh, Eagles made some good pickups. I definitely think they have a lot of improvement to make to get back to a Super Bowl ring, um, and that's just time will tell. Uh, but for the time being, uh, man, I see the Chiefs going back again. I think they're the best team in the AFC. Um, I can see the Titans making a big move, even though you know Derrick Henry is predictable now because there's more footage on him being an all-star. Um I could see Tennessee being in there, but I definitely think uh, think the Chiefs on the AFC side and NFC, oh, that's still up in the air. I'd really like the Minnesota Vikings, uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, one of those teams I could see being in there for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely have to agree with you. Um, like, I was absolutely shocked – with this year's playoffs when the Titans beat the Patriots because that's not something you would expect. And they beat that boy Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, um, man. My, my mom's best friend. Uh, <laughs> He's not that good. No. My mom's best friend's a Bills fan. And she kept, okay. rag- kept ragging on me about the Steelers not making the playoffs. And I was like, she was excited because the Bills were winning towards the end. And I was right. like, watch. The Houston Texans are going to tie the game. They're going to go to overtime, and they're going to lose. And absolutely, that's what happened. Yep, unfortunately. I mean, my second team that I like to root for just because they're local. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have liked to see them make a run, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um now, like, a lot of controversy has come t- from Impact Wrestling. What are your thoughts on their product? Um, I don't necessarily watch Impact as much. 
in the States and I don't necessarily have the channel, but when I can check in, I do check in. Um, I love Tessa Blanchard. Uh, I love that she won the heavyweight title. I'm very, very, very proud of her for that. That's incredible. Um, you know, I, I love a lot of the talent they have, like Cody Diener, Jake, guys like that. You know, they're they're awesome. I, I really enjoy the workers that they have. I wish that it was more predominant around me, like Casey Spinelli, one of my really good friends. I love her to death. I really love that, you know, that she's been on there. Just I think Impact product and the talent almost as good as they've ever had, even, you know, back in the old days. I think that their talent level is exceptional. Mm-hmm. For at least, you know, the guys that I know and stuff. Unfortunately, like I said, I don't watch it as much, but uh, I, I do love the guys that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I like, I'm a very, like, um, I watch it basically every week. Um, loving That's what, good. Loving what they're doing with the Canadian independent wrestlers. Um, like, it's finally getting some spotlight on Canada. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely guys like Josh Alexander and Ethan Page who you're just waiting for them to have that spotlight. I mean, they're that good. Um, I think that even though, yes, technically uh, Josh is signed to Impact, I think he's the best independent wrestler in the world. I think Josh Alexander deserves everything. He is so good. So I definitely think they do have that platform to give these Canadian wrestlers the outlet that they deserve, especially the top ones. And one of the friendliest people that you'll meet behind the scenes, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Treats everyone like they're his brother and sister. Yep. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a, Every time I've ever been on a show with him, Josh has always been a class act. Speaking of Josh Alexander and Ethan Page, they have been the tag team champs almost for a year now. Who do you believe yep. on that tag team roster can beat them? to become the new champs oh man that's tough um as far as the roster that i know i would love to see jake and cody be the next people to take the titles i think that would be awesome Mm -hmm. so hopefully they can make something happen and you know they end up winning the titles but who knows if i mean maybe the north will run with the titles for a while and i I, that's what i love about wrestling you never know the next day somebody could lose the title that they won yesterday or there could be a champion for the next four years you mm-hmm. know it, you just never know anymore and that, that's what i love yeah uh so we're gonna just take a quick commercial break here uh we'll be back in a few minutes um some thoughts kind of topics that we'll be talking about is hybrid championship wrestling obviously where you're listening to our podcast and we'll also be talking about ring of honor and basketball uh we'll see you in a couple of weeks nearly two full feet of pizza 24 pieces wait 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 really 24 pieces (laughs) that's a lot of pizza four epic sauces the big dipper only from pizza hut no one out pizzas the hut it's Monday, If I'm up here breaking the laws of physics, must be Monday. Becky Lynch is all fired up. If I'm taking Missy's arm home as a souvenir, must be Monday. Look out! I'm running full speed. I'm taking this barricade with me. Must be Monday. Must be Monday. Must be Monday night raw. Insane! Must be Monday. 
Must be Monday Night Raw. Live Mondays at 8 on USA. Welcome back, guys, to the podcast with Jordan Falco and your host, William Porter. Um, so one of the biggest companies that came out of nowhere, like people were expecting it, but there was a, a, there was a lot of people, including me, that was like, it's just another rumor. Um, and that is AEW. And as we know, Cody and the Young Bucks have had some friends that were released from the other company. Um, who do you believe out of those guys that they'll pick up? Pick up? Like out of uh, recent releases? Yes. Well, I know it's not Gallows and Anderson because they're going back to New Japan. Um Honestly, I'm not too sure out of the list they released um, who who they're looking to sign. I know. I mean, can you really sign them all? I mean, how big's your roster? How big's your budget? I know you have a billion dollar backer, um, but that's you know tough. Uh, I would like to see No Way Jose get another shot and prove of how good of a wrestler he is. Um, he, he's a great wrestler, really good dude. Um, I, I'd like to see him get a second chance. Um, I think Mike Kyoto's done. I mean, I wouldn't. I would expect WWE to give him a Legends package uh, in the future, um, or he just got a really big severance. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but honestly, out of the list, the the one name that really sticks out on who I'd hope gets the second chance is No Way Jose. Um, I'd really like to see him get a second chance as a serious gimmick. I mean, those gimmicks never work. They work for X amount of time. Adam Rose was an example of it. I mean, anybody that has those conga lines or rosebuds or whatever yeah. it is, they, they just don't they don't translate very well. They're exciting for the first little bit, and then they, they lose their steam. Yeah. Um, and, like, you got to think some of the guys will probably go to Ring of Honor and AEW. Uh in past. I, you would assume that some of them would want to, for sure. I mean, a lot of them want that headline name. I know other guys that are just excited to be an independent wrestling name again, you know, making more money on the road four days a, a week, you know, just doing what they love. So, I mean, you never know. Yeah, they every, every wrestler loves what they do. I haven't heard one wrestler for that sure. doesn't love doing it. Um, I've heard endless wrestlers complain, but I've never heard any wrestlers actually hate what they do. <laughs> um, now, like, as we've seen in recent weeks, they have started the, a tournament to crown a TNT champion. I do not like the name, yep. but obviously. I think that the, uh, the uh, what is it called? Not the channel, the, the broadcast paid a good chunk. yeah. That name to be the title. Yeah. Who do you believe will win this tournament? I want to see Sammy Guevara. I mean, Sammy Guevara is one of the most underrated guys. Uh, I... Yeah, he's he's really good. He reminds me of my old partner, Gavin Glass, a lot. But I, re- I really like Guevara. I mean, Darby Allen's great. Darby Allen deserves mm-hmm. it if he wins. Um you know, Ty's Ty, Dillinger, you know, Ronnie, Sean Spears, whatever you want to call him. He's Local the boy. man. So, yeah, from Niagara Falls, he's a good guy. I like him. So, yeah, I think that he, I mean, I remember my first ever Canada wrestling show going to, he was the main event. Um, 
but no, he's he's the man, and I I hope I mean anybody deserves it out of that group that's in that. Tournament I know a lot sure. of his family, so a, yeah, they're good people. Dude. Um, a lot going on, obviously with AEW. Um, he had a great WWE run, like No Way Jose. That could only last for so long. Right, exactly. I mean, the Perfect Ten gimmick was great. Um, I mean, and his talent's unreal. So he, he has still a long career ahead of him. He has a beautiful wife. Um, I'm jealous of it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> don't kill me, Ronnie. Um, no, but uh, yeah, honestly, just, you know, I, and I hope the best for him. And like I said, Brody Lee as well. Those two guys definitely deserve the world mm-hmm. over there. Um, now... AEW is obviously stuck in the same situation as WWE right now with the empty arena broadcast. How do you think they're going to be able to provide the upcoming pay-per-view and keep people interested? I mean, look at how great WWE Mm -hmm. did with WrestleMania. Um, I I think that they have great minds over at AEW, and I think they're going to do a very good job with the pay-per-view and provide exactly, you know, what the fans not only are expecting, but being creative as well. I think that they're going to do a good job and have a good pay-per-view. Um, now, either also back to your other favorite sport now, uh, basketball. Uh, you're a big Ooh, Philadelphia yeah. fan, as I've heard. Um, Philadelphia, uh, yeah, those Sixers, mm-hmm. man. And then you're... Oh. And then the yeah. Bulls. Yeah. I'm a big Chicago Bulls fan too. So that's they're the they're the team, man. I mean, I'm named after Michael Jordan. A lot of people know that, but I mean, my middle name is Michael, first name's Jordan. <laughs> so you know, got to be named after the goat. Uh, thank God my name's not James <laughs> LeBron because he ain't the. Goat. I, I find that Mr. <laughs> LeBron James is uh, overrated. Um. Yes and no. Don't get me wrong. He is one of the greatest to ever step on a court. Um, I just think that the game that he plays in now would be different. Like on my personal Facebook page, I saw something where somebody said, if you dropped him in 1975, he'd have 15 rings. I responded to the post, if you dropped him in 1992, he'd have zero. So, I mean, he's a great player. Barkley would stepping up to some of those top bad definitely not going to be contesting against so mm-hmm. yeah I, I LeBron is great for his era he's you know but he is not the top guy My- sorry about that <laughs> all good man technical difficulties happen yeah um, as you're saying um, LeBron James um, he isn't the greatest but he is not, man. He's not the greatest, but he is one of the best for sure. Yeah. Um, now, a lot of has happened, especially back in January when we lost one of the best players. Um, like, I even cried over this, and it's like, I don't usually cry, but the passing of Kobe Bryant was like hard for everyone. How did you? How were you able to take it? 
Um, well, it, it was crazy. I was actually in uh, Tampa, Florida on a vacation with a bunch of friends and my girlfriend. And uh, I, one, of, one of us, were, I can't remember why, where exactly we were. I think we were back in my hotel room and somebody was like, yo, Kobe just died. I'm like, no, nah, you're playing. Like, you're joking. And then I look on Facebook, I see the post. I still don't believe it. Like, you just don't think guys like Kobe that happens. And then I got an ESPN alert that, it was true and it was Gianna and the rest of the other people involved in that. And it was just, it it blew my mind. I mean, that was, I mean, that was my childhood basketball. Like I didn't get to watch Michael play all the time. Mm -hmm. I got to watch Kobe. I got to watch all of his career. I mean, and I, I told my cousin when we talked about it later on that month, I told him, I was like, dude, like if Allen Iverson dies, that is our childhood. AI and Kobe were everything to me and my cousin. And it just like literally an icon was gone. I mean, that that's, it's just, you don't, you can't wrap your head around it. And I still can't believe that like Kobe's still not around. Like I see all this stuff for like Kobe, you know, for Kobe and all this. And I just, I still can't wrap my head around it. It still doesn't seem real to me, but I mean, yeah. It was one of the most shocking moments ever. Like, it's like when the Undertaker streak ended to me. Yep. I mean, I don't know how close you can compare the two because, you know, one's fictional, one's real. But No, I'm just messing with you, giving me a hard time. But no, for sure. It it definitely is. it, It was a shocking moment for sure. Yeah. Um, now we may not see the NBA playoffs. We may, who knows? But right now, I have up here a what the first round would look like, and I want to get your predictions of okay what you think. We're gonna start with the Eastern Conference. In the number one seed, it would be Milwaukee with a 53-12 win loss record, and then at in the eighth seed, it's Orlando. With okay. thirty and thirty-five record, with the Bucks leading the regular season series four nothing. Oh yeah, the Bucks clean sweep that. Yeah, um, and then the second seed is the Toronto Raptors with the Brooklyn Nets being the seventh seed. Raptors lead the regular season series three one with a forty-six eighteen record. I uh, I see the Raptors again. I mean, I don't see them winning. We'll get to that. But, no, I definitely see the Raptors taking that series. Like, a lot of people expect me to be a Raptors fan. But I from, – From being up in Canada? Yeah. I, I absolutely can't stand them. I was supposed to go see a 21 Pilots concert, and that's when they got into the finals. And the concert ended up being canceled because of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I went to uh, – I went to my first ever NBA NBA game in Philly, and it was Game Three of the playoffs last year, Philly and uh, Toronto. It it was pretty impressive, um, but I definitely rooted for uh, rooted for Philly. But it, it, Toronto's uh, Toronto's an exciting team to watch. I mean, without Kawhi now, I mean, not as exciting, mm-hmm. but they're still doing pretty good for um, not having their top guys. I'm sorry, what was that? They're doing pretty good still with not having their top guys in there. Oh, yeah, they're still a good team for sure. And the third matchup in the Eastern Conference is Boston 
Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, okay, well, you know who I'm taking, so we can just pass the records and everything. The Sixers are okay. taking that. And then too. the fourth and fifth seed belongs to Miami, 41-24, winning loss record with Indiana Pacers being the number five seed with a 39-26 record. The Heat lose. Um, I th- the Heat leads Go ahead. the series season series two nothing. I think the Pacers take it in the mm. final game of the series. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Indiana is one of the most underrated teams. As I'm concerned, yeah, they're a very good team for sure. They're solid. I don't see them going deep in the playoffs, but I do see them taking over the Heat. Yeah. Um. Now to the Western Conference, it's. The number one okay. seed belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers, 49-14, against my third favorite team, the Memphis Grizzlies, 32-33, with the regular season series leading by Memphis 3-1. to Um, I hate to break it, but, you know, the, the Lakers are going to win that one. I, I, I would <laughs> like to see the Lakers win it all this season with – Obviously, with everything that happened with Kobe, and it would be a very poetic. It, it would definitely was. Uh, the second seed belongs to the Los Angeles Clippers, which is I don't think I've ever seen the Clippers and the Lakers in the first two seeds. Um, yeah, it's impressive. And then the seventh seed belongs to the Dallas Mavericks, with the Clippers leading the series two nothing. Hello? Yep, I'm here. Okay. Had some technical difficulties. Um But yeah, I give it I give that series to the Clippers. Um then the third matchup is the Denver Nuggets against the six sixth seed Houston Rockets. Uh I give that I give that one to the Rockets. And then the fourth seed belongs to the Utah Jazz, the fifth seed Oklahoma City. Um I'm going to give it to the Jazz. I believe that too. Okay, that's it for the that. I'm going to now move on to what everyone's looking for to the hybrid championship wrestling. Um, I've heard some back and forth between you, your dad, Kyle, and JJ. What is the problem that you have with them? Huh. With with Kyle Boone, Jordan over there? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Um, I think they're just two young kids who... They ride on who is their trainer and everything. And I think that trainer has respect, but they don't. They don't respect for anything. Um, they're, they're just they, – they need some veterans that have been around Canada and wrestling to 
put some respect on them. I think I, I the, don't get me wrong. They're great wrestlers. Um, I just think that they need to earn some respect for people who have paved this way up in Ontario for them. And I, I mean, I can definitely see them having, I just think they need some, uh, some better la- lack of better terms and ass beating. For- now, I was talking with Holden Albright a few weeks ago, and he was telling me that if you guys do not win your matches, that there will be hell to pay at the end of the night. What is that supposed to mean? Uh, ha, ha, ha. Um, it just the Falcos lose. It's not a good time. Uh, we, we like to drink. We like to party. We like to have a lot of fun, as a lot of people know. Um, but we lose our matches. Uh, we might flip hybrid wrestling upside down. Yeah. Um, it's quite a statement to make. Um, everyone's looking forward to the battle of the Jordans, obviously, to determine who's the better Jordan. Um, <laughs> who's the better Jordan? Like, that's a question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm excited for that match. I'm excited to step up with some kids that are new to the wrestling world um, and see what they got. I mean, like I said, I'm still young, uh, but I've been around for a while, like seven years. Um, so, I mean, I'm excited, but I mean, let's be honest, I'm, I'm the better Jordan. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to move on now to Ring of Honor. Um, after the Elite left... The attendance has, like, hit lows. Like, I don't think I've ever seen the attendance that low in Ring of Honor ever. Um, yeah. Do you believe that Ring of Honor could be closing its doors in the next couple of years? It's possible. Um, I hate to say it because Ring of Honor was the thing to watch. Like, back in the day, the CM Punks, the the. Brian Danielson's, Tyler Black's, um, El Generico, Steen. Like, that is when Ring of Honor was the thing to watch. Generation Next, Up in Smoke, whoever you want to mention. um, That was huge. Just seeing it die out um, is rough. I mean, TNA slash Impact, you know, hit a lull, but now they're on the rise again. So you know what that that that's what I'm hoping for for Ring of Honor. They hit their lull and they're on their way back up. Um, I mean, they have killer talent. Their their story writers are there. I just definitely think that they just need to hit that next big platform again, and they'll they'll be on the rise again. I I don't think that they're gonna close. I, I mean, it's possible. Don't get me wrong. I never thought that you know certain companies would have closed, but they did. But you never know. I mean, that's the nature of the beast. But I definitely think that Ring of Honor still has life left in it. Okay, we're going to now head to our second commercial break. We'll be back in a few minutes uh, as we hit our few final topics. It's looking good. Um, Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, who's one more Heismans, Oklahoma or Alabama? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Told you, you don't need that thing. Hey, how many consecutive Heismans is Oklahoma on? Two. Two. Told you I was faster. Hey, how many national championships is Alabama won? Seventeen. Seventeen. 
Come on, guys. Is that all you got? Hey, turn off the bathroom lights. Turning off bathroom lights. Dude. Sorry, they're already off. I'm faster. Hey, start my rogue. Starting Nissan Rogue. Uh-oh. Is he mad? Welcome back, guys. Um, with me still is Jordan Falco. Um, now, not a lot of people know, as I said early in the broadcast, me and Jordan are good friends. And the how the name of the company came about was actually a recommendation by Jordan. So I would like to thank you, Jordan, for that. Because um, there would be no hybrid championship wrestling without you. Um, really. I appreciate that, man. Um, Absolutely. And I'm looking to the future. Um, really excited to take every step which way with you. Um, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I'm excited. It's be some It'll fun be a good times, time. Um, as we can say, um, we've had our fair share of fun times already in the business. Oh, um, yeah. Um, now everyone knows that you love your music. Um, what are your top five favorite bands of all time? Oh man, you came in with the hot question. Um, are we seeing any genre? Or are we sticking with a certain genre or just any, the top five things any. I listen to the most? Um, my number one has to go falling in reverse. Uh, I, I grew up being in a huge escape the fate fan when Ronnie Radke, the lead singer created it, uh, back in 2006. Um, I'm a huge punk pop fan as you know, people are starting to figure that out. Uh, you know, punk's not dead is my tag team name with crystal moon. Uh, so, you know, punk is a huge part of my life. So falling in reverse is my huge number one. Um, my number two would have to be Def Leppard. Uh, I just grew up listening to Def Leppard as a kid around my dad. And, you know, Def Leppard is everything to my life. Um, number three would be Escape the Fate, the new version uh, with Craig Mabbitt. I just, like I said, I grew up with that genre. So Escape the Fate was, you know, my, my introduction to this type of music that's literally been the music I've listened to my whole life um and everything now that's all i do um number three oh man number three or number four actually we're at number four number four i would have to say would be a, a tie between uh probably like good charlotte and a day to remember once again in the punk pop genre um and number five i would oh man I'm going to switch the whole game up and uh, go to country, Southern rock with Johnny Cash. Um, obviously, it's not a band, but it's still music. Um, I mean, my dog's named after Johnny Cash. Name's Cash. Go follow him on Instagram, doggo named Cash. <laughs> um, give him my dog plugs on a podcast. Um, but but no, just in, in general, uh, those are my top five. I'm huge into music. I listen to every genre, even though, you know, four of the five bands I listed was punk pop. Um, 80s hair bands were huge when I grew up. Elvis, Bing Crosby, you know, they're all on the list as well. Um, I, I grew up with a huge, huge respect for and love for every type of music. So, but those are definitely my top five, I would uh, say. That, I've listened to every one of those bands and I would have to agree with you. 
sounds about my like my top five. Um, now, if you weren't a wrestler and had a chance to be a part of a famous band to replace a member, which would it be? Well, I mean, it's sad to say, um, with the passing of uh, Derek, the the one of the band members of Falling in Reverse, he just passed away. Um, God rest his soul. Um, I, I would want to play with Ronnie. I think his stage presence is incredible. I think he's the best front man in music. Um, he has a number one rock song in the entire world right now. Um, so, so I'd have to go with, you know, Falling in Reverse, my favorite band. Okay. Um, now, what was your first concert and what was the experience like? Oh, man. Um, well, my first ever concert um, was with a girl I was dating way back when. Uh, not the current girlfriend of my future wife. But i got to make sure I get that in there so I can sleep in my bed and not on the couch tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, I can relate. Um, but... Right. Um, well, my first concert was actually a Christian rock concert at the college I ended up attending, which was a Christian college as well. Um, I, I've always been religious, but we won't get into that topic. Um, but my first concert was Third Day, Colton Dixon, who was on American Idol, and uh, Josh Wilson was the opening act. Um, it, it was definitely a cool experience to see music live. Um, sure, I've like seen you know your local band at a at a bar or a, a festival in the area but nothing was quite like you know my first concert there's probably a good five thousand people crammed into a gym and it, it was awesome i really enjoyed the concert in my time um but i mean the concerts i've went to after top it i mean i went to kiss and def leppard at darien lake i've been to luke bryan in toronto and the rogers center um i mean i've been to some pretty amazing concerts. Uh, I, I travel for concerts now all the time, at least if they're punk pop. Um, so, but yeah, my first concert experience definitely was incredible. It was a good time. I really enjoyed myself. Uh, well, at least the music I enjoyed um, for sure. It was a great time. Yeah. Um, I was actually, my first concert was a uh, Lady Antebellum concert and it was at Darien Lake, one of the best uh, arenas, not arena, but like stadium type places I've been. Um, we actually had won tickets and got upgraded to the first three rows. So <laughs> it was nice. I will, uh, I'll be sure to send you some better concert venues than Darien uh -huh. Lake for sure. <laughs> I've been to Darien a bunch of times. I mean, because it's my local concert venue, but yeah, no, there's definitely better okay. ones I'll get you in touch with. Um, <laughs> Now, obviously, we've talked a lot about what you like, but one thing we haven't really heard you talk about over social media or anything, but what are your favorite TV shows to watch on a daily? Um, I, I don't get the chance to watch TV much. Um, I'm either doing graphic design, building websites for my own personal company. I work two other jobs as well in the real world. Um, Yes, unfortunately, not for everybody. Wrestling does not pay the bills, even though I wish it did. Um, and hopefully mm -hmm. I get there one day. But uh, my, my top shows I do watch uh, would have to be – I'm a big Impractical Jokers fan. I really love Impractical <laughs> Jokers, ridiculousness. I, I'm a real comedy person. If I'm at home, 
I want to sit home and, you know, enjoy it. I watch sports. I'm sports center. Uh, NFL is on my TV all the time. The network, whatever it is, it, uh, sports are always on. Um, but if I'm going to go into shows, I don't like, um, a po- like against popular opinions. Uh, I absolutely hate the office. I think it's one of the worst shows ever created. I, I don't know who finds it funny. I literally, <laughs> Dude, I sit there with my girlfriend and her sister, or with my girlfriend and her sister, to watch the show. The show, and I have to walk away. I think it's horrible, and I love Michael Scott and people that are involved in the show. I just yeah. don't like that show. Um, uh, another show I really, really, really like is Letter Kenny. I know it's a Canadian show, and it's huge up there. And uh, Pitter Patter, let's get at her. Um, you know, that's a Texas size 10, four. I could give you all the lists of the stuff they say, you know, Shorzy's the man letter. Kenny's awesome. And, uh, sons of anarchy. Well, my mom absolutely show for sure. loves sons of anarchy. She will watch it every day on repeat. It hurt. Oh, Perlman's yeah. at the Niagara Falls comic con. And I won tickets. Uh, well, my brother won tickets and he's taking me and my mom's, trying to get tickets to go meet him um but she doesn't do exactly. good at conventions that's another story for after uh, a funny story <laughs> all right <laughs> um okay now sure. we ha- we're gonna move on to our final topic this sunday is the money in the bank um as some people yep. know this is pre-recorded so we don't know the full matches but we'll try to do our best with the matches that we've been given. Um, okay. So the first one, I'm, I'm using Wikipedia for this. Wikipedia may not be the best. Um, okay. <laughs> apparently Paige is involved. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, so it's the Women's Money in the Bank Championship opportunity match contract, which has made headlines because they're filming it at corporate office. Which should be interesting. Yep. I'm kind of excited to see what they did with it. Um, but it's Asuka versus Shayna Baszler. Baszler. I don't know. <laughs> Nia Jax. Yeah. Baszler, I think. Nia I don't Jax know. <laughs> versus Lacey Evans versus Mandy Rhodes or Carmella. Um, I'm going to go with Shayna. I think it's her time. I think that WWE is very hot on her, and I think Shayna's going to win it and cash in very quickly to end up winning the title. I think they're going to do a good job building the story between mm-hmm. between her and Becky, um, but I think I do think that she's going to take the title from Becky. I just don't think WrestleMania was her time, just like how Roman Reigns didn't win when everybody thought he was going to. I thought that Shayna was going to win. I was actually upset that she didn't. Um, but and I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of Shayna Baszler. I think she has a lot of work to do, but I, I I'm starting to get behind her. I used to absolutely despise her, but yeah, I think she's got. Um, I I do agree with you on that. Um, I they've built Shayna in WWE and NXT really well. Um, like For sure. one of the longest reigning uh, women's champions in NXT, either than Oscar, obviously. Um, very impressive. Right. Um, and then our second money in the bank ladder match is for our world championship match contract. It will be Daniel Bryan versus Rey Mysterio versus Aleister Black versus King Corbin versus Otis or Dolph Ziggler versus to be determined. So that could be anyone, basically. I think uh, 
All right. I have a bold prediction, and I have the one for <clears throat> the names listed. Um, I think out of the names listed, who I'd like to see win, I think it's Alistair Black's time. I'm a huge fan of him ever since he was Tommy End on the Indies. Um, I definitely think that he deserves it. Um, do I think he'll win? Not sure, but I'm going to go with Alistair Black on the names given. Uh on uh, to be determined, I think that it will be somebody of surprise. I would like it to be Edge and see him get another would, title run. I, I do agree with you, Alistair Black. I I didn't know him until he hit NXT, which I wish I knew about him a long time ago. Because like I've watched matches back to his indie time, and like you just go whoa every single match you see, it's always different and something. Yeah, he, he's very good at what he does. I, I'm, I'm a very big fan of that. And then the next match is Braun Strowman against his former Alliance member, Bray Wyatt. Uh, it'll be for the WWE Universal Championship. Um, See, it's hard to say with this one because I think that they did wrong by having uh, Bray lose to Goldberg and then Braun just did it like that. Um, I know that Braun wasn't probably the original option and it was going to be Roman Reigns. Um, I think that with the story and timeline and ladder of how things build, I think that Bray's actually going to win this one as the Fiend and uh, Roman's going to end up taking it yeah. back from him eventually. Um, it's sometimes very predictable that way, unfortunately. Um, Yep. Uh, the next match is Bailey versus Tamina, one which I'm hyped for, and I believe that it's Tamina's time. Um, I gotta respectfully disagree. I think Bailey is the option to keep running with. Uh, Tamina, in my opinion, is not there yet. Um, I don't know if she ever will be. I know she has the legacy behind her and everything. Um, but I do see it still being Bailey's time for sure. Okay. And then the final match that we have here is Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Which is... All I have to say is WWE better not do Drew McIntyre wrong. I think Drew should win, and I think Drew should run with the title for a long time. He should not be like that Brody Lee, Luke Harper, where Luke won it. He literally didn't even win a singles match while he had the title. Um, And then just dropped it to Ziggler again. I think that they need to not drop the ball on Drew. He is the hottest thing in the WWE, and I think he needs to continue to have it, even though Seth is the face of the company. Seth is at that point where he doesn't even need the title. He doesn't need to have it. I think Drew needs it right now to be the top guy. Uh, Well, this is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you for joining me, Jordan. Uh, Had a great time. We're going to have to do this again. Um, Can't wait. Um, but to all our loyal viewers, we'd like to say thank you for joining in. Um, you can catch, you're welcome. We can catch you guys can catch every episode on Spotify and iTunes. Um, until next time, see ya. Have a good night.